My name is Peter Rose, and I'm the editor of Australian Book Review. States of Poetry is a national project funded by Copyright Agency's Cultural Fund. These are the first federally arranged poetry anthologies published in this country. Each state selection has been edited by a senior poet who has chosen six local poets. The state anthologies appear on our website with introductions from the state editors and other materials. We've invited the individual poets to introduce and read one of their poems. So welcome to States of Poetry. Hello, this is A. Francis Johnson. I'd like to read a couple of short poems that reflect on asylum seeker issues. Some of the poems deal specifically with naval interdiction, the towing back of boats, and the surveillance of refugees by drones. One poem riffs on biblical language, quoting phrases from the Song of Solomon in the Old Testament. To that end, I've used the King James Bible version, one known to many of you. Another poem deals with the incarceration of children and about the sadness and impotence many of us feel about living with that terrible decision. That is to say, the poems deal with various aspects of incarceration and also the impact of mediated images of detention environments. The sweet title also parodies the word interdiction, conflating the legal term with biblical language. An interdiction, as you may know, can be an authoritative prohibition, especially by court order, but it also has military resonances. It can mean to cut or destroy a line of communication, for example, in order to halt an enemy's advance. So more generally, interdiction means to confront and halt the activities or advance of a designated foe. Now, I'm not alone in thinking that asylum seekers ought not to be treated as enemies or foes and stripped of their rights as human beings. I wanted to write about that for better or worse, though I lament that poetry cannot ever really change the world. But as poet and critic David McCooey recently wrote, poets and their readers are citizens like anyone else. To write, read and think about a poem with openness can be the beginning of a radical and radically non-violent act. I loved reading that and I took hope from that thought, and I continue to take thought in that kind of hope as I write. So here's a few poems from the Book of Interdictions. I'll just read three out of the six. The first one is called Toe. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing of birds is come. Lo, the cell phone sleeps in its cell. The raven deactivates the horizon. There is water for everyone, but not the kind you can drink. Interdiction crews bring slabs of plastic bottles and one-syllable words deployed with biblical clarity. No, toe, flow, go. Foe. Lo, watch the oil on the water shimmer 
a miracle of evidence. Wounded rainbows leak from under the hull. Most days, the reaper drone shadows its nest of wood, dreaming of the time after rain, flowers appearing on earth, the singing of birds, the winter, over and gone. Fuse. Wire was once a useful thing. Piano wire bought song. Made the pianola in the desert unspool melodies to support a soldier's farm block optimism. Wire brushes clean the mud from work boots. Penned animals inside their stalls. Fine gauge fixed the porcelain fuse so a light globe shone over air-conditioned Bethlehem. And here, razor wire taught children what to expect. Photograph. He avoids dining out on his award-winning photograph. It's forced correspondence nags. He's seen this room before. File the same shot, the one with the camp hall of mirrors. He knows how the poem goes before the poet has written it. He will not dine out on it, on the one of many. But the next night, he books a restaurant, a good one, eating past life. When a little death on a plate arrives, he cuts the image away like an army surgeon.